0: To our brand new show It's not that complicated So listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of Tom Hanks' movies Hank's Hank's bank, Hank's bank Hank's bank, Hank's bank
1: Hank's bank, Hank's bank Hank's bank Jamie We're selling out big time this week. All right. Okay. I know Ithaca is the Tom Hanks film that everyone has been craving for for the past, what, 70 something weeks. And therefore I've spent the last, you know, 10 weeks getting some adverts out there, you know, talking to advertisers, making the connections, Jamie, making the connections. It's all about that networking, baby. And you know what? The cows have come home to roost. So if you're ready for your paycheck of 35 cents on the dollar, uh, I think we can sell some shit out of this podcast. Are you ready, man?
0: Amazing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited to start to vaguely work towards this not being an absolute net negative podcast.
1: Uh, in which case, uh, shall I uh, allow our first advertiser to speak in this podcast? Of course. Okay. one I, second One Yeah,
0: second. I, yeah I'm, I'm glad this is clearly not set up yet. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> see as you as you share screen. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then I can I, see the Wikipedia page up for 2015. Clearly, Alexander oh, always good. has done lots of preparation.
1: Uh yeah, very cool. How do I share sound? Checking Peter's sound. There we go. Cool. Uh da, 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 da. just getting this advert up, Jimmy. We're making yeah, this. Obviously serious... this is how
0: this is how all podcasts uh do their ads, is they record oh, yeah. them previously and then yeah. play them for the other host live
1: on the air. Uh of course. This podcast is brought to you by Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Whatever happened to her? <laughs>
0: So Meg Ryan is our first sponsor. Well, actually, I think we've been sponsored by the Conservative Party before, um, <laughs> way back in like episode six. You know, um, but I mean, that's that's a pretty big get for a, for a big drought of advertisers to then get Meg Ryan.
1: It, yeah, exactly. Right. This is. Look, I could have got some advertisers for a Toy Story episode. I could have got some advertisers for our Simpsons episode. But, Jamie, I like to keep those pure, right? And also, they're not that big numbers compared to Ithaca. Jamie, this is the moneymaker. Oh, obviously. We're this in is, this it is the from biggest thing he's on. ever done. Exactly, um, dude.
0: <laughs> I'm really excited that you have an iTunes playlist called Hank's Bang Headbutt, which is 14 songs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, of secondly,
0: I, I really like that you've really gone out of your way um to uh really do the best uh sound quality for your uh for your dear ad- uh, advertisers who are paying money to us having clearly recorded that on a phone despite the fact i can see you holding a professional microphone in your Jamie, hands.
1: i recorded that on my microphone what are you on about why does it sound so terrible then? because the sound is coming to you over zoom it will sound better in the final podcast in the same way okay, that when i, I talk I, now it sounds less good than on the actual podcast uh, because I Because of don't compression. Know if that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> because of compression.
0: Of course. Um, have you got another one to share with us, or are we going to lay uh, these out throughout Jamie, the show? We do. You do have 14, fourteen
1: of them. Of, I know. So I think maybe we should get a few of them, more of them out. The all way. right. All right. Fine, Jamie. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to spoil the magic. All right, Let's spoil the magic. Okay. I we're also would for... like
0: before you before you do that. I would yeah. like to say that you did start with uh, advert number four.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> and we're around... now going to advert number seven. I moved them around to what I felt the natural flow of conversation would be uh, after I wrote them. So they are they're, they're, they're numbered as of when I wrote them, and they are um, ordered in how I felt the conversation would go. So and let's when you say as, as of when
0: you wrote, you mean as of when you got the deal
1: through in your emails? Yes, of course. So, uh, here we and go. number seven. This podcast is brought to you by Jamie's Knowledge of the World Wars. Warning, Jamie's Knowledge may or may not be limited to the slogan, Two World Wars and One World Cup. <laughs> i will not accept this slander
0: i fully recognize that i famously know very little about history yeah, but yeah. i went through the british education system that means the one thing i do know about <laughs> is the bloody world wars uh-huh, uh-huh. those are the only things i did learn about it's that and henry the eighth that's all so, i've got so
1: so i believe you So, just tell me the 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 dates of the world wars
0: okay i'm going for uh 19 fuck 1918 is either you're googling world war dates (laughs) firstly so this clearly means you don't know it secondly you are sharing screen with me i can fucking see uh okay i know that 1918 is one of the dates for world war one i don't know whether it's the beginning or the end (laughs) but God. there is the film 1917 which is set during world war one so that would suggest it's the end so i'm going to go for 1914 to 1918 um and then world war Two is 1938
1: or 39 to 1946 i believe world war Two is 1937 to 1945 Fuck. uh <laughs> no 1939 <laughs> to 1945 we both got oh. that wrong we both got it wrong. We both uh, got it I, wrong. I, yeah,
0: I, I was pretty close, and then wait—I saw First World War, please, 1914 to 1918. Yeah. I got—I got 75% of those years correct. I will take that. <laughs> I will absolutely take that. And you know what, Alexander, this has got to be the worst opening we've had to any show because we are five minutes in uh, and I still haven't said hello and welcome to Hanks Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxon and with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie.
1: Say hello, Al. Hello, Al. I'm a big old sellout now, baby. (laughs) Uh,
0: How have you been doing outside of um, acquiring all of our uh, money for soul?
1: Jamie, I've been I've been swimming in this money. All right, you know, look, I give you you know a good fifth of it. All right, I give you a fifth of the money, but I keep ninety five percent for myself. All right, we got to make sure Daddy is treated first.
0: Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! I look, you can insult me on history, but if you're gonna say that you give me a fifth and then keep ninety five percent, I think we need to have a
1: maths lesson. Okay, first of all, I'm yeah, I'm, I didn't say a fifth. I said I gave you five. No, you said a fifth.
0: Alexander, I hate to break it to you. You said a fifth
1: it's believable that i may have said it <laughs> Jamie look all right i give you a i give you a fifth is like a you know it's it's like a fifth of vodka all right? i give you a 5% all right you know As it's that say- famous saying yeah, that it's means not i'm maths, not giving Jamie. you a fifth i'm it's giving you 5% Jamie. Jamie all right what's good for the goose is good for the gander all right and uh, i'm a look, big old goose just because you've watched one guy Ritchie film <laughs> <laughs> and heard that phrase used
0: way too many times <laughs> um goodness gracious let's uh, let's power How on. Are you? I've, i'm fine i've moved into a new place as you can see on my zoom background it looks <laughs> like i'm in a prison um it's fine this is where i tutor from and it just so happens that the two walls that the camera faces are the two most bare walls in the room and it really does look very unprofessional and i need Aww. to fix it soon Aww. um other than that i'm fine with yeah my girlfriend's back from scotland that's fun we've been hanging out we've started watching West Wing after after we watched Bridge of Spies last week and I uh, yeah. talked about how I love people writing people who are intelligent um, I've, I'm going deep on Aaron Sorkin who is the king of that um, and and I very much enjoy it because there are there are many scenes in Aaron Sorkin's films and television shows where he writes a character saying something they think is intelligent and then he writes another character telling that character that what they just said was intelligent. So that is Aaron Sorkin writing someone praising himself. And you know what? I I love the arrogance of that so much. I, I completely get why people hate it uh, but and I completely get why people hate things like the newsroom, but the newsroom is one of my favourite TV shows ever and I just absolutely adore how
1: much of a wanker Aaron Sorkin clearly is. Um, and, on, and on that note, uh, a word from our sponsors. Uh, okay. This podcast is brought to you by masks. Masks. Wear them in public spaces, idiots. <laughs> they're slightly aggressive the uh the masks campaign
0: <laughs> they've they've really given up on their their you know nice easy approach they're, they're just getting really in people's faces now
1: yeah they gave me a lot of money for that one uh, i i said look i'm not gonna insult my listeners uh unless you pay me a cool 10 g's all right okay so jamie you'll be getting a nice 50 quid 500 quid I can't oh, remember how many.
0: Works. Yeah, you know, a fifth, five, who knows? It's all gonna, it's all gonna include the number five. That's all I yeah. know. Whatever I receive, it will include at least one digit five. Uh, of five. Um, now, Alexander, uh, I hate to sort of pull the curtain back a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but you have said, as you are inserting yeah. all of these adverts, you're going to edit the podcast this week. Uh-huh. Um, now, as someone who has edited the podcast, uh, sure. let's say. of the time, or perhaps a fifth, who knows. Um, (laughs) uh, I really hope you are noting down every time and how long in the podcast we've been going, you've been playing those adverts, because I don't want you to have to skim through this entire podcast to
1: find where you're playing those. I like to listen back to your voice, Jamie. It's a nice, you know, cool, refreshing thing. All right, it's it's a good time. And I'm holding this with one hand. I ain't got my writing hand. I've only got my in hand. Uh, okay, so it, it'll be, be fine. I've also best got tomorrow of off. Luck to you, my best day of tomorrow luck is to off. you. Thank you very Aren't much. Aren't you lucky? Um,
0: right, let's uh, <laughs> carry on going uh, with this dumb old podcast um so for people who have been uh, listened to us before we are of course the show that chronology reviews tom hanks entire mdb but that's not all we do here there are of course aliens uh aliens invaded us uh i don't know if uh, it didn't really hit the news um uh, in Sometimes. around october 2018 uh, and they, they hit up me and Al and there's a whole long story about it, but the long and short of it is they were like, look, there's a planet, it's called Flomitron A, it's leaving uh, the United States of Space in a process called Flexit. Um, so while those negotiations are still ongoing, obviously those negotiations are still ongoing and it seems like there might actually be a no deal Flexit, even though, you know, no one ever voted for a no deal Flexit, even in the referendum where they all said bounce or bing, you know, the clear implication was not a no deal Flexit. Um they need to find a replacement. It's a one-in-one-out system in <laughs> the United States of Space. I don't know if we've talked about that before. They just have to have 8.2 million exactly uh, member states at any one mm-hmm. time. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, you know, Earth has been waiting at the at the door with a bouncer uh, for, for, for like a really long time. And we're going go, come on, I, it looks like there's some space in there. It's like, sorry, no, we're, we're at capacity. Um and yeah, so they've been uh, vetting various different planets, and we're one of them. Uh, and so we have to prove our worth to join the United States of Space. So we're doing that by presenting the works of our greatest human, who we've decided is Tom Hanks. Uh, but we did get an update around about three weeks ago uh, that was, it's not going very well. Uh, we've shown them some of the things, some of the, you know, same Private Ryan, big castaway. You know, they had, they have, they're having a good time, but they're just not quite convinced yet. So we might need to have a sequel. Uh, And so over the last few weeks, we've been dropping hints about uh, what that sequel might be. Uh, For anyone who hasn't listened to our last two episodes, the clues we have so far, uh, my clues, i.e. the ones you should actually listen to, um, are that uh, this person has never been in a movie with Tom Hanks uh, and that their name has never been one of the top 50 most popular names in the United States at any time in its history uh alexander's clues have been that this person is famous for breathing uh blue dragon breath uh and was in attendance of the uh, hun- the hunting accident with dick cheney <laughs> am i am i correct that was the second clue last week uh
1: yes jamie you are correct that was the second clue last week
0: thank you very much um so my third clue again uh, the actual clues that you should listen to um are uh, is that this person uh, has been nominated for multiple teen choice awards
1: and uh my third clue is that this person is famous for uh, being caught soliciting a prostitute in the nineties
0: I don't even know who is
1: who is that a reference to is that a reference to someone <laughs> Jamie I can't say that's the whole point <laughs> Oh,
0: you dickhead! Um, so, of course, you can uh, tweet at uh, me or Al or the podcast at HanksFankPod Pod if you have an idea uh, of who the person um, is. Uh, if you do get it correct, we won't tell mm-hmm. you. That will ruin mm-hmm. the surprise. Stop being so smart, you dickhead! Um, before uh, very, we yes, before jo- we get Jamie, into Jamie, our Jamie, historical Jamie, and film actually, context, of course, it's very yes. imp-
1: it's very important. The person we're doing has paid for an ad. All right. They, they got in contact. I feel they like, were like the, I love I it. I feel like this it.
0: might give it away a little bit. They, they paid.
1: No, well, it's an unrelated ad. They were just like, I want to support you guys. Uh, here's oh, okay. an ad. So, of course, uh, an advert from our future uh, subject of the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Zoom. Zoom, no longer just a villain in the Flash comics. Zoom. <laughs> I really like the professional quality of that one that cuts off halfway through you
0: saying a word. Really, only the best for our next project, podcast subject. Um, right. So, for people who have listened before, of course, we normally have a bit of historical context and a little bit of uh, show context. We tell you a little bit about what was going on in the world when this uh, film came out and then a little bit about the film itself. This week we are reviewing Ithaca, which came out in the year 2015. Well, it kind of came out across 2015 and 2016, as I will give uh, in my uh, film context. But, Alexander, uh, I did the first half of 2015 last year. Uh, last week, sorry. Um, so you are you are tasked with telling us what was going on in uh, July to December of
1: 2015. Some fun stuff. Princess Charlotte's born. You love the royals, oh, Jamie. To give you I some do. more uh, fun royal facts, uh, the Queen becomes the uh, longest reigning monarch uh, in British history, uh, overtaking Queen Victoria before her. Uh, Jamie, uh, can you give me the dates for Queen Victoria? For Queen Victoria? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, I do have a question for you. Uh, yeah. did Queen Victoria rule either during... Oh, fuck, she might have actually ruled during the First World War. I was about to be really facetious and say, did she rule during the First World War Second World War or during the Tudors? Um, but I think she might have ruled during the First World War, so I don't <laughs> get to get away with that. Um, I'm going to go with 1863 to 1915. The, I don't feel like the Queen died during World War One. That would have
1: Jamie. I'm impre- I, I'm very surprised. I'd say impressed. I'm not impressed. Uh, <laughs> I am really surprised that you thought she ruled during World War One. No, it, it's 1819 to 1901. 1819. Uh, fucking hell. Yeah, she lived That's a, long a long really time. long time. She lived a long time. Uh, uh, She's. Uh, I clearly need side.
0: to watch more of The Crown.
1: Yeah, not, definitely need to even... watch more of The Crown. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, Jamie, like, let, let, let's come on there. Uh, outside of that obviously Justin Trudeau becomes Prime Minister of Canada very fun for my current home uh, Pr- Prime Minister Prime Minister Premier uh, Xi Jinping uh, of China meets with the uh, head of Taiwan for the first time uh, which is also super fun and the Paris Climate Accords happened in 2015 remember that Yay! Jamie the world coming together and agreeing to uh, uh, you, you know try and improve the environment and then people leaving like a oh, year later sad times sad times
0: is that is, is, is that all you got 2015
1: 2015? yeah thank i mean about this series of depressing things but I've Yes never which i've always so i've always nice.
0: requested you do ignore uh, so thank yeah. you very much so Let's talk about this film, Ithaca. Obviously, before we uh, give you a little bit of context, we try to do a little bit of plot summary. Fortunately for Mm. this, uh, that won't be difficult uh, as the entire plot on Wikipedia from beginning to end of this movie Uh, is four sentences long. uh, Um, So this movie is about uh, a boy during World War. Uh, Fuck. One. Yeah. Two. 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 Jamie, two. they talk fuck. about Pearl Harbour. <laughs> yes, sorry, I, uh, fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they talk um, about Pearl Harbour.
0: Yes, I know, I know, I know. This was, that was just, I'm not that dumb. I know that Pearl Harbour was well thought too. I just had a brain fart and I panicked. I panicked because I knew I'd already got many things wrong about these two or more. So I just really didn't want to get it wrong in that moment. Um... Uh, so, yes, a, a uh, 14-year-old boy during World War II uh, whose father has already died and eldest brother is off fighting in the war and he wants to become a messenger, um, uh, divvying out telegrams, which mostly turn out to be, uh, unsurprisingly, during the war, pretty fucking depressing. Um, and that's basically the entire movie. Nothing much else happens in this movie, as no. you will find out when we go through it. Um so it is, uh, the re Alexander, it's the reuniting of, of Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And you may be thinking, uh, much as I saw a Reddit comment where, uh, on a post from four years ago when a screenshot of this film was posted, they, they so wistfully commented, I wonder if this will be more like Sleepless in Seattle <laughs> or um, uh, You've Got Mail. And bless their uh, heart, it was not like either of those. Uh, Tom Hanks is barely in this film. Uh, he plays the aforementioned dead father. Uh, Meg Ryan plays the mother. Uh, she also directs this. This is her directorial debut. Uh, it is also uh, remains her only directorial credit, uh, which I think is unsurprising. Uh, it's based on a book from 1943 called The Human Comedy by William Saroyan. Uh, it stars uh, Alex Neustater, it's a hard name to say, um, as the uh, 14-year-old kid. It stars... Uh, Meg Ryan's son, uh, Jack Quaid, as the eldest brother off at the war. Uh, it also stars Sam Shepard as an alcoholic uh, man who r- works in the post office, and Hamish Linklater, another uh, person who works in the um, post office. Uh, people may well recognise him from the news, the aforementioned newsroom, and he's also in The Big Short. Uh, and then uh, it also has uh, John Mellencamp, who is Meg John Ryan's Cougar boyfriend. Mellencamp. John Cougar-Mellencamp, uh, who is Meg Ryan's boyfriend, writing all of the music. Um, it, it, yeah, it, It's an exercise in nepotism, and it originally toured the film festival scene in 2015 before getting a 2016 uh, limited US release, so there is not much, by the way, of uh, budget and box office uh, like we normally uh, like yeah. to do, but given the fact it got a limited release and has a 22% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, I can't imagine it was a no. riveting success and Jamie, that's about it to say about this yeah, film um b- before, before we before you give me one more advert uh right, the, the one more. thing i want to say that before we i started watching this film is when when you see that uh tom hanks is still sixth build in this film but isn't even on any of the posters Um, you know know this isn't going to be an ideal Tom Hanks project so before we dive into that uh, this very depressing film uh, do you have a word
1: from our sponsors? of course this podcast is brought to you by Bridges Spies we enjoyed talking about it last week you guys should go back and listen to us chat about it it (laughs) is everything a growing podcast listener could need Bridges and Spies you know what? That's another knock against Ithaca. No bridges and no spies. Thanks a lot, Meg Ryan. So, so did
0: you pay for that advert?
1: That was an advert for ourselves. That was an advert for ourselves, Jamie. I think it's really important <laughs> that people go back and listen to British Spies because I hate Ithaca, all right? I'm not. Uh, it, it, I can't say this is because my headphones are on low charge. Who knows? But, Jamie, this is a bad movie, all right? It, Let's talk. It you want to talk about the plot? Let's talk about the plot. It's four sentences on Wikipedia. I'm sure it's going to be about the same here, my friend. Yeah. There's a. Wee, Above, you, you basically no, described the whole plot. I did, basically. You basically, basically just did describe happened. the whole plot. Absolutely. There's a ghost nothing. Tom hanks. Film. that's all yes, i can say tom is tom there's hanks a, ghost a ghost hanks. in this film there's a ghost tom <laughs> um, hanks and yet that's not a good thing all right I, w- I wish we had you know more ghost tom hanks there's not enough ghost tom hanks he says about two lines two lines jamie two lines look,
0: look alexander i also did not like this film but our podcast has a structure. And we always, we have a thing we always say. We say this film okay, starts like okay. all good films that's, should. That's true. By an old man singing the word hello. And you know what, Alexander? <laughs> this is my one positive for this film. I think all films should be more polite and should should greet me at the beginning of the film. I think it is rude that other films do not that's say true. hello to me. That's true. When I sit down in front of a film, it should say, hello, Jamie. How are you doing today? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to show you a film. Film. Are you That's ready? True.
1: And I'd go, yes. Yeah. Uh, so this film has a very polite opening. Um, okay. It then it then <laughs> proceeds to be like, uh, structurally, it's not really like, like I said, it's not really a plot thing. It's sort of just like a slice of life. Uh, you have kind of three threads to it. One is uh, the young Homer... Because we're in Ithaca, so obviously one kid's called oh, Homer, one kid's called Yes, Ulysses. one kid is called
0: Ulysses. If you didn't know, there's I, it, there's some like really subtle like allusions to to the Odyssey. Al, I don't know if you noticed it. Like well, this is this is called Ithaca, and the main character is well, called that, Homer, and his younger brother's called Ulysses.
1: But to be honest, other than that, I'd feel there's, there's no connection. Other, yeah, there's no, no. <laughs>
0: literally nothing else other um, than
1: like Homer, like the Odyssey is about war, well, the people coming back from war, people coming spoilers, home. Yeah, that's basically uh, it. Does that happen? Uh, so look, obviously that's kind of shit. Uh, uh, yes, so that's um, one plot line. One plot line is his older brother who's gone out to fight in World War Two, uh, and is writing letters back to a young Homer and also to Ulysses. Ulysses is a force, so obviously can't read letters, so why is anyone writing letters to him? I guess uh, because, because, because Ulysses
0: it. is... The most badass four-year-old you will ever meet, Alexander. That's I don't true, know if you know true. this. He is he is bigged up incredibly <laughs> in, to the extent where a fourteen-year-old boy says, "I wish I gr- I want to grow up like Ulysses." That's when ridiculous. he's talking about a four-year-old it's boy. Ridiculous. And there's also um, Meg
1: Ryan, who is depressed because her husband is dead. Will her son die too? who probably if
0: if you don't i think it was described uh in in a new york post uh review that if you don't see the end of this film coming then you're probably wearing a onesie and looking up and trying to figure out how your mobile works yeah
1: yeah. and jamie i would love to talk more about the plot but we got a from one of our sponsors uh, okay this podcast is brought to you by war war what is it good for? Right-wing autocrats who try to obfuscate their own failings by rallying popular sentiment against foreign entities, banking on historic, Austin, racist, nationalistic pride. War, good for autocrats. Good for you. So the film opens on <laughs> uh, on Homer
0: riding his bike. Uh, he likes to ride his bike. He likes to go fast. Uh, we also get to one of our two scenes, which has Tom Hanks. Uh, he stands on the porch and waves. Go, uh, that's it. To big um, Ryan.
1: Only Meg Ryan, only Meg Ryan sees Ghost Tom Hanks. Yes, but only Meg Ryan sees Ghost Tom we're Hanks. We then cut out, and there's no Tom Hanks. It's clearly a ghost. She's yes. seeing a ghost. Um, her husband is a ghost.
0: It's a Homer, ghost. Homer goes and uh, cycles to the, um,
1: post, well, the post, post office. office. To, to, uh, to the whatever. telegram office. Telegram office, uh, at and the the says, "I want office, a job."
0: yes uh, the guy at the, the guy at the job is like yeah you said you were 16 now that you yeah, that's the minimum age we hire uh how old are you actually and he's like oh, i'm 14 uh this kid does not look fucking 14 this kid is like 17 18 at least he looks like a tesco value leonardo dicaprio and i only yeah. wish he had an ounce of the talent uh i don't mean to be too mean about a no, child but, like, but but he is I, very bad i
1: would arguably say it's just more poor direction than anything is it, right yes I think. Like, I
0: think i will come around to that I, it is much more poor direction um, uh, but yes uh, so he gets a job as a, a messenger um and essentially he goes out he, we've got the old the alcoholic push. guy and then the slightly younger but still quite alcoholic. <laughs> alcoholic guy um he goes to his first job um and it, you know he seems really surprised that on his first job um you know he's delivering telegrams during world war Two, and they're kind of a bummer um yeah. he delivers it to a woman who doesn't speak english uh, so mm-hmm. he uh has to read it out for her Um, he immediately starts going you know maybe she isn't maybe he isn't dead and then he runs out on this grieving woman and vomits outside Uh, this Uh, kid
1: is a fucking pussy Uh, yes Jamie A we actually have a relevant ad here we have a relevant ad here okay Okay. it's by the competitors the competitors uh, to the kind of uh, company in the film they actually paid you know they they really don't like Ithaca they think they get portrayed poorly in it and so they wanted to uh, pay for an advert this podcast is brought to you by Western Union if you want your loved ones to know that you've died, we're a better option than a text. Note, this podcast is not actually sponsored by Western Union.
0: <coughs> oh, th- thank you for noting that on that mm. one. That was, oh, f- thank important. you for letting me know. They that. could sue us.
1: They could sue yeah. us. Right? Everyone Every- else, it's, you know, they're not a company. <laughs> they can't sue me. Uh, Western yeah, Union, so- they got those big lawyers.
0: Yep, Homer, he ain't happy. He's uh, had to deliver some bad news. He goes back and whines about it to the people at the post office and then whines about it to his mum. Yeah. Around this point, we also learn a very key fact, which is that everyone who works in this town apparently once ran the 220-metre yeah. hurdles uh-huh, at Ithaca uh-huh. High um, because they go fast. That's kind yeah, of their uh, thing. Yeah. Um, and then,
1: other than that, honestly, the rest of the plot is effectively just... I, I am going I, I am Jamie, adamant no,
0: to go it's, through it's,
1: this plot I am, I I am, am adamant, adamant. Not, no I am like aggressively not because Tom <laughs> Hanks is in none of it yeah but there are many also, points that I
0: really want to well, make fun of
1: oh, okay hit the points hit the points Jamie Okay, well then I'm gonna go through this plot. Fuck you. Cool. Um, go through the like chat. You're a crack. Yes, Speed. he has a chat
0: with uh, little baby Ulysses, uh, and little baby Ulysses uh, says to him, "What are you doing?" He's doing push-ups, uh, and, and he's like, "I'm going, I'm going to get stronger so I can go faster." And then Ulysses goes, "Oh, are you going to be the fastest person in the world?" And Homer goes, "No," and he goes, "Well, what are you going to be then?" Because Ulysses is a fucking savage and I love him. He's great. He's also, like, an actual, like, four-year-old kid and is giving the performance of a four-year-old kid. It's a wet fucking blanket every single time. Um... We also have the moment in the film where he does actually run the uh, hurdles, which is my favorite scene in the film, um, because uh, he, there's a bunch of people running the hurdles. He's not involved in the race, uh, but he sees a bunch of girls that he likes. So he decides he's going to line up in the empty lane that's there for some fucking reason um, and start running in the uh, race. And the man in charge of the race goes, hey, what are you doing? And then rugby tackles a 14-year-old boy. For no fucking reason. He just full on decks him. I don't get why it happens, and it never comes up again. (laughs) <laughs> this adult just assaults a child um uh what else happens oh ulysses uh has a running plot of just randomly walking around the town in this film there are multiple points in this film where ulysses is just found in the middle of nowhere he walks into the post office at some point and one of the guys is just looking after him and no one seems worried that this four-year-old boy is running around by himself later he goes off with a slightly older boy the older boy leaves him and he's just staring at a fucking robot in a uh In a window for like two hours by himself because he's a four-year-old boy. And then he walks back to the house and Homer is like, Hey, I found Ulysses. And no one seems to worry that this kid was just like left by himself. Um, there's a scene where uh the post office man uh just sprints through the town for basically no reason. He has a bunch of kids following him. I really didn't understand why. (laughs) He's just running around the town, and then there's this other kid who apparently works for Western Union but kind of is dressed like a Nazi and apparently Apparently he's, like, really proud that he beat this other kid who was on a bike. But I don't know why they were running, Alexander. Um, they were running
1: because, sorry, to quickly interject uh, as much as I love to, uh, they, they were running because basically they were competing to get all the letters telling people their loved ones had died. All, all, all the mail from the military. Whoever got there first got to deliver that mail. They would then get, it's yes, all prepaid. But why, why is he, why, like, why didn't he just leave earlier? Why is he sprinting? Because, like, they, because they got, pho- because he got phoned to them. As soon as it arrives, it gets phoned okay. to both companies and whoever gets their first gets in the it
0: and he sprinted that okay there is then yeah. my other my second favorite fil- scene in this film which I actually think is my favorite scene in this film we have a we there's a running plot line about the um <laughs> the older brother being <laughs> being, being over in, in Germany or whatever um, and he's talking with another one of his fellow soldiers all about uh, his his life back home and he's talking about Homer and whatever um, and he mentions his younger sister <laughs> And so he pulls out a photo of his younger sister and shows it to the other soldier. And then the other soldier's like looking at it for a really long time. And then he just goes, hey, you keep it. Which, Alexander, please tell me if there is any possibility that he's not saying to that man, Please masturbate over my sister. There is no other option for, like, for why he would tell the man, hey, keep a photo of my sister. There's no, like, I don't get it. Why is there a scene where this man says, please masturbate over my sister? Please, Alexander, help.
1: I I can't help Jamie. As uh, I, I, I think we've established in these adverts, uh, fuck you, Meg Ryan. And look, it, 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 oh god, oh god. Oh god. Uh, does
0: anything? Yeah. Does anything else of actual interest happen? Um, more, oh, we've also, more
1: sad. You know, more people yeah. More are dying. sad. He delivers more existing. sad news. He hates America. Some,
0: yeah. He hates America. We then have um, probably uh, like the second last scene in the film uh, where he's um, chatting with the old drunk man, and I want I have I've. I've wrote down this line because of how terrible it is and it's not helped by performance but the writing is also awful um uh his uh the the old man said he he's received a letter from his from his brother that's basically being like hey you're always the best macaulay you you just continue being the best you've got to be the best man you can be and and this kid just straight up says if my brother dies in this stupid war, I'll spit at the world. I'll hate it forever. Yeah. I won't be good. I'll be the worst of them all. The worst that's ever lived. And, like, the writing is not good. And also, I gave probably more emotion in that yeah, performance yeah. than this kid actually does. It's, like, I re-listened to it, like, four times because I was it, so infuriated yeah. about how bad the writing and performance was in that moment. Joe, please, Jamie, do you, yes, know where, please. do you know
1: where else the ad, the performance is better than in that moment? Uh, in our next advert. Fantastic. This podcast is brought to you by actors turned directors, giving it their best try. If Ben Affleck can do it, then why not you? This advert was written by a director turned office lackey, turned podcast host, giving it 30%. <laughs> Thank that you That was very a better much. performance.
0: That was a better that performance. That absolutely was a better performance. Um, and then basically the last oh, bit Oh, that is the film, end. Yes, the end. So I've hit that on all the end. bits that I think Jesus are fantastic. Jesus Christ. The end is... Holy shit. Um, so... Um, so Homer turns up to the office uh, and he tries to wake up the um, the drunken man. And as has happened before, when the drunken man is uh, there and he's, you know, passed out at his desk because he's a alcoholic. He's gone across the road and got a coffee. He goes across the road. The guy's like, I don't got no coffee. Sorry, it's good. I ain't got nothing. And he walks back and he goes, oh, sorry. Sorry, old man. I ain't got no coffee for you. Old man. He- Hello, Mr. Old man. Uh, and and he, he has a dawning realisation on his face. Uh, then another child comes in uh, and says, hey, what's going on, Homer? And Homer goes, hey, the old man's dead. And the old kid goes, no, he's not. And then he walks up and pokes him uh, <laughs> at, at no point at any point in this scene, does anyone react like there is an actual dead yeah. fucking human yeah. being in the room? Um, so the kid pulled, uh, Homer pulls the letter out and uh, yeah. it turns out that he was writing a letter to Meg Ryan to say that her eldest son was dead. So, uh, he, you know, he found, he found an old dead man, but he really found his own dead brother. Um, we then have, so again, at no point has anyone gone, fuck, there's a dead body in this room. I want to leave. Um, the other man who works in the post office comes in uh, and the kid goes, hey, Homer says this guy's dead. <laughs> and he goes up and he goes, oh, yeah, he is. He is pretty fucking dead. So uh, I want you to go across the road. Have a call. One, one, one. Get doctor in here. He's he's going to sort it all out. No worries. Cheers, kid. Uh, oh, that's, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Well, come on, Homer. Let's leave. And he just walks out the fucking office.
1: Uh, did you Did you miss that the the guy was also writing a letter about? So the the yes, No, the old no guy. I said
0: this. Yeah, he was writing a letter to Meg Ryan. Um, yeah. To say that. Yeah, yeah. I a, I said that you 20%. were not listening. You were. No, really I was listening. I was listening. Amid, amid, it's just amidst, this amidst film my- so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the film was so bad, Jamie. It is. You 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 switched off even on my description of it. Um, we uh, then have uh, them walking back towards the home. Um. Fucking uh, budget-ass uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has another emotional
1: breakdown that is terrible. I sp- no, Jamie, 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 all right? He gets to do what he promised he'd do. He gets to spit on America. He spits <laughs> on America, goddammit. it oh man um, and then he walks home
0: uh and then uh the little sister who apparently has managed to live through uh many years of world war ii but uh be completely oblivious to what it means when a soldier is outside your fucking house um goes to meg ryan hey ma there's a soldier yeah. outside our house oh i better go check what's going on um and uh, then it's the guy who uh, <laughs> apparently has masturbated over this girl <laughs> just to be hey Jesus uh Christ. how you doing uh your, your brother's dead um and Oops. homer turns up and then they all go in the house and are sad and that's
1: the end of ithaca jamie that uh, recap of the plot of ithaca was brought to you by our following sponsor this podcast is brought to you by a hologram for the king. We're reviewing it next week, guys. Do we think it's any good? Who knows? Listen to find out. Thanks a lot, Megrine. So that that's another advert for
0: ourselves. Um, I can't help but feel like uh, this. You said we were bringing in a lot of money. Um, you are now ploughing this money back in. I think this might technically yeah. be like like tax fraud or something <laughs> that you're ploughing this money back into ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was Ithaca. Um, it had many scenes that I thought were mm. hilariously bad, but it is a bad film it is a it is a bad film filled with bad performances mostly due to bad direction like the, and, a bad the two, and a bad script and a bad script and a bad script the script is horrible um the two guys who work in the post office are okay they do a decent job the entire Macaulay family is a fucking disaster. Like, even Meg Ryan is not putting in a great performance. Uh, we didn't talk about the only other time fucking Tom Hanks turns up in this film, which is another, he's a ghost, and he just goes, Hey, Jenny. Hey. And then he disappears again. That's that's like his entire fucking appearance in this film. Um, yeah. He's in two scenes. Uh, what, what else
1: can I say about this film? It, it's... It's... It, it's, it's, look- it's it is so bad. Like, I uh, just the... Tom Hanks being in it just as a favour to his mate. Stop doing that, Tom Hanks. Not cool, <laughs> all right? Like, like it, be a bit more discerning. Like, this is a smear on your career. It's... And look, directing is hard. And, I, you know, obviously, and we always say this, and I, I think it always stands, which is, it's really hard to make anything well done for making anything. We're not criticized Like, we get that it's hard and that, like doing it is better than nothing that said like for you as a viewer for you as a do i want to go watch this thing in tom axis film catalogue for you and do i ever want to watch this thing i would say you probably don't want to watch this thing And like no. you know everyone who made it tried they didn't succeed and that's that's fair enough but, like, oh, man, it's just not good.
0: Like I say, there there is such an obvious reason why Meg Ryan does not direct anything after this. We yeah. both know, we've discussed it before, people who are actors always think they're great directors. You just, it's an inherent thing. I am someone who, uh, who started out as an actor and then directed some things, I think, to semi-success. But yeah. I did that because I, as an actor, was like, I think I'd be better than that dickhead who's telling me what to do. Um, yeah. So we get it you want to try out directing and and you have the money and influence to be able to do it and also cast your fucking kid in it um yeah. and then also get your boyfriend to write the music yeah
1: but well, it's on, not on, good on that so on the music once I we go a quick advert okay this podcast is brought to you by Cursing America for what it's done to your family we've all been there I think I the will, soundtrack's I, pretty good. Yeah.
0: The soundtrack is pretty good. Uh like it apparently it's all original like he wrote every single fucking note of it uh which is which is pretty fun. Um and yeah like I I, I do actually like the music. It suits the tone well. Um Yeah. And and you know there's some decent decent tracks yeah. in there but it's it, it,
1: it, it's, it, it's a good score. Like and you know I'll, I'll give it credit for that and that is about the grand total of the credit I will give this film. It's not it, like you said. There are some bits where it's like I can't believe someone filmed this and put it in a movie. But it's not. It's not so good. It's so bad. It's good. It's. No. It's just like there are clips I wish you could go watch on YouTube because they are insane.
0: Yeah, like I. I genuinely don't know how that one. That one take of the the line I don't know of like if my brothers die in this stupid world, spit on the world. I don't know how that take made it to print. Like surely you can get something like it's bad writing anyway but it's really not helped by a just and and I don't like to insult children but this person is 17 yeah. they've gone on to they've gone on to uh, be in other things and have a decently okay, okay acting career so like I don't mind saying that this was a bu- this is their first big film and it and
1: it fucking shows uh- uh, yeah and like this actually the film has a good cast which you know there are lots of actors in here I've seen on other things, which is great. But you know, so so it's, so when, I, I, when I'm insulting this kid, like, it's, it, yeah,
0: when I'm insulting this kid, I'm actually insulting Meg Ryan, and I have no problem insulting Meg Ryan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> friends don't let friends star on Meg Ryan films. Uh, Jamie, of so, course, when we talk about it, sorry, you were about to go into it.
0: Yeah, I was about uh, to do the exact same thing you were going to do. The same thing.
1: Uh, we, of course, review on uh, three criteria and then we decide on a binary scale whether it goes into a Hank's bag or not. So the three criteria we base on are, are how good is this thing out of five? How good is the movie out of five? How good is Tom Hanks's performance out of five? And now giving Jamie the middle finger by accident. And <laughs> um, uh, where does Tom Hanks fall on the Tom Hanks dick meter uh, in this film? And then we decide whether or not it goes into our Hank's bag. So, Jamie, how good do you think this film is out of five? Uh, this is tough. So... I've apparently... So I've given a minus
0: one before, but that was to Saving Mr. Banks. Um, yeah. And that was because I think that that movie is actively evil. So so we can, we can remove minus one. I apparently gave Mazes and Monsters a one. I have given zeros. I gave a zero to Radio Flyer, but that was just because I got angry at how bleak that film was. And I gave a zero to Love Boat. I'm surprised they only gave one to uh, Mazes and Monsters. I think the reason I gave a one to Mazes and Monsters is purely because it is a like we've said so bad it's good there is a there is almost a worth in watching it because it's just a bonkers early tom hanks project yeah this is just bad the the one redeeming feature about it is that it's only 90 minutes and you aren't you aren't just forced into watching anything even longer yeah. but i i think i have to give it a zero i really did not enjoy this at all i'm
1: and look, I, as you can probably tell from me being grumpy when Jimmy wanted to describe the plot, the thing which we do in every episode, um, I didn't like this film. I like... And, you know, I'm, I think that's probably made me less fun and I apologise for that. It's... The redeeming things I think for it are that it's, it's. Uh, I think, you know, decently shot. I think it's an okay shot film and I like the score. And there are a couple of the, perform- the performers... I think are uh, uh, tackling a bad script, which is where I think the problem starts. And then I think bad direction doesn't go well with that. Um, and there's a load of weird things like, why is there a Tom Hanks ghost in this film? Maybe because it's adapted from a book. It is adapted from a book, you know? But maybe cut out the Tom Hanks ghost part. Maybe no, you know, possibly. Do-
0: if if you want Tom Hanks to be, I guess you don't you you don't feel like you have enough to pull with Tom Hanks to actually cast him in a bad film where he has to turn up for a few weeks. Yeah. But if you, if you're if if you don't think that your friend would be in your film because it's too bad, and therefore you're just like, will you turn up for eleven hours and yeah. film two scenes? Uh, then then maybe just don't call him at all.
1: No, I. I- Here's my... I was talking to Alyssa about this and I think my biggest problem with the film is like nothing changes. Like the characters don't grow. No, they not have at all. actions but there are no there are neither consequences for those actions nor does it ever inform character. So even though like it's a slice of life a movie it's not going for plot so that's absolutely fine. You're allowed to have a slice of life a movie where a plot doesn't necessarily happen. It's just recording these experiences. We don't have characters unveiled through it. Instead it's just this kid realising that the world sucks and him being like Screw you, America, um, and you know, sure, uh, okay, yeah. The score I, I like enough, and the shooting I like enough, so I give it a one. Like, I think it's a one. It's it's not for me. There are you know, it's not poorly made. It's just the art in it isn't great. Like the other than, other than the score, like which I do quite like. Like I'm I'm, I'm clasping there for anything to compliment it on. <laughs> The, the 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 bits of it which you normally think about when you think about films the acting the directing the script are are not great and therefore the film is not great and I cannot recommend this unless you are a diehard John Cougar Mellencamp fan. Um, on to Tom Hanks's
0: performance. He's in two fucking scenes. Fuck off, Tom Hanks is a zero.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give him a zero because it's. He actually just one scene where he's like, Mary, listen to me, listen to me. And then I never hear what happens next. You know, we never, it's not like this conversation. I don't know why we're learning about Meg Ryan being crazy. It makes no sense for the film and is completely pointless. So it's zero. Him showing up is actually makes. I'm I'm not saying Tom Hanks, but the character showing up makes the film make less sense. And for me, that brings it down.
0: Yeah, that, that that joined zeros uh, we've given in... You gave it for Mazes and Monsters. I gave it for... Uh, and you also gave for the Streets of Philadelphia music video. Yeah. Um, I gave it for Band of Brothers, and you gave a minus five for Band of Brothers. Of course. Uh, we both gave zeros for um, Cars, uh, where yeah. he only appeared in the credits, uh, and I gave a zero for the Lost episode of Elvis yeah. Has Left the Building. I uh,
1: it, it, Importantly, I preferred Cars to this. Like... <laughs> oh yeah like, I, I, James, movie. like cars well yeah cars is a lot more enjoyable than this movie is um so I, I jamie I, uh yeah but off the back of that you know where do you think tom hanks falls on the dick meter
0: um you know he's he's ostensibly tech i think supposed to be a war did he die in the war he, do- he died in the yeah, war right i, I think yeah. he died
1: in world war ii yeah yeah so I
0: so, he's, so he's, a, he's, he's he's technically a, a war hero so 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 that's that's a pretty that's a non dickish thing yeah. to do. Um but but <laughs> no <laughs> i say something very mean, which I'm not gonna say. Um uh, yeah, no, I mean he's 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 not a dick. He's not. I guess haunting. He's haunting his wife. Boo that. Boo nah. that. Fuck that. Boo that. He's haunting his wife. I think that's not yeah. a good thing. I also wanted to say that despite giving him a zero for performance, mm-hmm. uh, I do like that uh, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. is expanding his range to uh, non corporeal objects. That's that's you know I like to see him show that he can play a new character such as someone yeah. that does not have corporeal form. Um, uh, but no, he's he's he. I'm gonna give him
1: a solid two for haunting his wife sure i'm gonna give him a zero because he's a non-entity in this film he was literally more of an entity in cars um <laughs> you know i prefer that bit in cars
0: uh yeah. and alexander is this going in your hank spank the collection no of TV shows? okay I'm no in the middle of explaining what the hank spank sorry. sorry 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 <laughs> jamie please explain it again it's the collection of tv shows and movies we're going to show to the aliens to prove our worth and to join the united states of
1: space thank you jamie I love you, James. So, so is it going in that? I love is it going you, in
0: with that new information you, that it's the collection of TV shows and movies that we're you. going to show to the audience the United States of Space? You. Is it going in that tanks, spank No. Okay, no, no. Of no. course it isn't. So when but we put some- up, <laughs>
1: that's okay, you sweetie pie. Um, I'm not angry with you. I'm angry with Meg Ryan. <laughs> Meg Ryan made me suffer <laughs> through this film. I've been trying to use that excuse with Ellen for ages, and it's really not Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so when we don't put something in our hank's fan, <laughs> when we don't put something on our hank's fan, we have to decide something else we're going to present to the aliens what's going to save humanity this week um and keep them satiated for one more week uh, or perhaps a few more weeks looking at what he's got coming up um so alexander what are you going to present to the aliens this week
1: uh the movie black panther um mr mm-hmm. bozeman recently passed uh I, I liked Black Panther when I saw it in the cinema. I think the scene which really stands out to me is the it, it is the whole Killmonger um final scene w- which which Charlie was in. Um I think it's a really, really powerful piece of movie writing and character building. And although I don't love everything that builds up to it hundred percent, I do think that move that scene makes it a one of the most important Uh, superhero films ever made give it a watch if you haven't watched it it's good fun it's a really good it's a really fun movie it's really well made and that the the, the, you know bury me at sea scene is um, uh, incredibly powerful
0: You've made my life really difficult there, Alexander, because, of course, normally you do something like nice and sincere and I do a jokey one. But I feel like, because I was going to say chicken nuggets, but I just I feel like it, <laughs> it's really inappropriate to say that now. Like, normally it's like, oh, you're putting in, like, the concept of friendship. And it can be kind of funny for me to go, what about fart jokes? Um, but, but, what but about I them um, chicky <laughs> But nuggets?
1: But I can't do that anymore. Um, so, so I don't really know what to do at this point. You, you could put in a better Meg Ryan film if you have a better Meg Ryan, you know, when Hammer Sally, you know, to sort of Well, you, you know, could... but very famously,
0: I don't like rom-coms, so that kind of takes out all of Meg Ryan's filmography that is at all good. Um... Uh oh god I'm panicking now <laughs> Alexander you've really you've really stuffed me up the river here um I'm gonna put the newsroom in because it, it's another thing with with that guy in it and I can't even remember his name so that's pretty disrespectful but you know I I quite like the newsroom I know that many people make fun of it for being like ridiculously jingoistic and also of course like writing a a film about doing the news with the benefit of hindsight and doing how would we present the news from three years ago means that you can you know present yourself as like perfect amazing intelligent people um but but i just kind of like it i think it's fun um so so i'm gonna present oh so I'm, speaking of the concept of friendship uh, the, the newsroom is what I watched with a few of my friends at university it was one of the first things we watched together and then we got like a TV watching thing together and it was really Aww. cute um, <laughs> that know. sounds nice that it sounds was... really nice Yeah, I don't know if it's really mean this now because Al was not I'm not in it the is <laughs> not in it the jury's not part of it it's fine, this it's fine, really it's fine it's fine, it's fine it's fine, it's
1: fine It's the idea of friendship. It's okay (laughs) because you started a bloody news re- reviewing podcast with them jamie it's fine it's fine where can people listen and l- read about us jamie you can with them. find us at like, pod on twitter and hangspank on facebook and i think <laughs> hangspank
0: underscore pod or something like that on instagram we haven't posted on instagram for a very long we time should, so don't bother should, following us there you can follow me at jamie p loxton and al at al's underscore c's underscore stuff what else can they do alexander
1: What you can do is you can start some super secret friend groups where you listen to our podcasts and you all decide to listen to it at the same time but download it on different devices so we still get those downloads. But I don't know. Leave one of your friends out. It's cool. They'll be fine with it. Don't worry. They can download it in their free time, guys. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine uh you know you could do that you could just i don't know maybe you can be the other friend maybe you can go mad with power maybe you can go around the world t- downloading all of our podcasts onto everyone's phones because you've gone insane maybe you can start your own podcast to get revenge on the friends who listen to the podcasts without you on the podcast <laughs> it's confusing how they did this but guys just punish them all punish them all
0: from me hay and my co-host and potentially ex-friend al <laughs> that's one more ep in the bank
1: <laughs> And now a word from our sponsors.